0: Hey, everybody. It's that time again. Believe Sports Biz, Sports Media, also heard on pod clips around the world. I'm Fred. Email us, sportsfred at AOL.com. Laura Snoke, attorney with us. Good friend for many, many, many years. Art Source at 126. Not so many. (laughs) Uh, Well, not 126 years. That's how old uh, Art Source, our former kicker for the Trojans and Galaxy Sports uh, might be. Got to talk about something. The the Pac-4. This is really interesting, I think. Uh, of course, we're taping this on a Friday, folks, uh, right before the beginning of the uh, college football season. On Saturday, USC plays San Jose State. All right, I'm going to start this one with you, because you played at USC. It's on the Pac-12 network, which means millions of people around America can't watch it. Including so me, point, the alumnus. Hang on, hang on. So my point is, how many times... Are UCLA and USC gonna only be on the Pac 12 network no matter if they're undefeated? That's my opinion. Go
1: ahead, Art. I think six or seven times. Because I mean, there's only one place in Western Pennsylvania or you know, where I am in Pennsylvania, that I can actually get to watch the games. And you know, if it's if it's after ten thirty, they're closed. So I, I kind of messed up from that one. But yeah, it's ridiculous, Fred. I mean, you know, like I said on the, on the show earlier tonight, I'm, I'm an Oregon State fan because there's the four, the four of the schools left. They're one of the four, and, and the coach has done a great job resurrecting that program. I'm excited about what their potential is. I think SC and UCLA, they're going to be fine. Washington, Oregon, they're going to be fine. You know, it looks like Arizona schools are going to be in the Big 12, along with Utah and Colorado. Everybody found a home. But, you know, whatever happened to teamwork, conference, we're all in this together. I was listening to the uh, Washington State Athletic Director the other day. He was talking as if nobody even communicated with him that the other schools, he knew SC and UCLA were going to do their thing, but he thought they were going to be able to patch the rest of the schools together, add a couple of teams, and then maybe make the Pac-12 what it could have been. That didn't happen. Everybody went their own way. So it's, again, the value of the dollar. How much greed is involved in big time sports? Well, there's a lot. Look at ESPN, what they've been doing with the cord cutting. I mean, they've gone from 100 million fans to 56 million fans. You know, they just got rid of another one of their stars, Diana Rossini and Susie Colbert. And they give Scott Ben Pelt, the new Monday night countdown host. He's doing every show there is on TV, including golf. I mean, pretty soon you know, it's going to be ESPN like the old days when I worked there, when we were in the trailer in in, in uh, Connecticut and we had our red blazers on and there was four of us, Bob Lee, uh, Chris Berman, <laughs> George Grand and myself. And I mean, I was covering, uh, you know, sports in, in Canada that I never even remembered. you know, what do they call it when they, when they whisk the broom, I had no idea what it was, but, This is part of the world we live in, Fred.
0: All right, Uh, Laura, what do you think? How many times are they gonna black most of the world out
1: uh, by
0: putting the games of of USC and UCLA on only the Pac-12 network? Laura, what do you think?
2: I I don't know how many times last season I wanted to watch a game on, and it was on Pac-12 network. Whether it was college basketball, it was UCLA basketball, UCLA or SC football some other Pac-12 um, game between, the, um, between or among the teams. Um, I have DirecTV, so they never negotiated a contract with the Pac-12 network. Um, my understanding was that the, the Pac-12 network wanted 50 million uh, a game from, uh, from ESPN and they were willing to give them 30 million and they turned it down.
1: Yeah so Black twelve uh, turned down thirty million dollars. It's
2: just wow. a travesty, you know. Well, then, and then you um,
1: gotta then you gotta look at the two commissioners and say they, they really screwed up. Because screwed let, me up. T- let me tell you something. That's ridiculous. I mean a school like Oregon State, a school like Washington State, a school if I was SC at UCLA, I might say, Hey, you know, can we get like a little bit more? But but no, you're in a conference, you play by the conference rules. But there you go, that's just green again, Laura. Yeah. I mean, it's too it's they don't care about the consumer anymore. And that goes throughout throughout everything, we, you know, whether it's your electric company, your gas company, they don't want to hear your problems.
0: <laughs> Laura, what if you had a kid playing for Stanford or Cal and now it looks like they may end up uh, on the east basically on the east coast 3000 miles away. Any thoughts about that?
2: it's going to be hard to watch them on TV <laughs> if the game st- start so late. Um, yeah. I, 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 there's doesn't seem to be any geographic. Um, the, the conferences are not related to geography anymore. They're just, as Art said, they're just related to who can get the most money. And um, I mean, I was upset with the breakup of the PAC 12 and the move from with SC and UCLA to the to the big 10 because i think i, I think sc is going to do fine i'm not sure about ucla but i'm but i'm happy that i'll get to watch the games because now they're going to be on a network that everybody gets to see so yeah it's it's uh it, it's it's kind of taking a lot away from the i think that geography is is a factor that brings people together in a community in a big, you know, ge- geographic community, and that's being lost. I think,
0: which I think Art, is uh, as you know, I'm not a big fan of UCLA's uh, Mick Cronin, and uh, he, there was an article in the, in the LA Times last week about the fact that uh, the Bruins are playing in Spain and they want to be seen uh, worldwide. And uh, I, uh, they didn't run it, but uh, but I wrote a letter to the LA Times saying. Uh, Cronin is such a bad coach. Next, he's going to have to go to Mars because the players and their and their parents are going to have to uh, understand. Uh, they won't understand how bad he is. Uh, Art, any comments?
1: Well, you know, I'm not. I think Mick Cronin's stuck in an era that is changed. You know, kids now need a, a pat on the ass. They don't need to be screamed at or grabbed or chairs being thrown like Bobby Knight. Uh, you know, the, the game now is is more strategy more understanding, you know, more, you know, there's, there's different things to do, but I, I do say this. Um, I was really excited to see USC finally got their athletic director, Jennifer Cohen from the university of Washington. And what's kind of neat there is it's their 10th overall athletic director over many, many hundreds of years. And uh, yet it's only the first time a woman was athletic director, a good friend of mine. When I was there, Barbara edges was uh, the associate athletic director who wound up being the University of Washington athletic director after that. But I think it's kind of great that you're seeing women break into the top levels of sports in college. You're starting to see it in the NFL. The, the president of the Raiders is a woman. Um, You know, I just think it's kind of neat that we're, we're getting a lot more people involved in, in sports and, and and it's, it's some good notes.
0: Laura, I presume you're not opposed to what Art just said. No,
2: I think it's great. I think it's great. There is some criticism of of her, though, that she hasn't really discussed what happened with the former athletic director. Um, but no, Bo- I think Boone. it's great.
0: How about that nobody's
1: talked about what happened with
0: the former? <laughs> All right, Art, what do you think happened to Mr. Bohm?
1: What do you think? It, what, what do you think uh... happened to that? You know without going out on a limb um i think he, he made a couple of transgressions with some alumni women alumni and uh, i think it caused a few problems um nothing that men haven't done over since the caveman days but i'm not gonna exonerate him for that but if he if if that's what got him fired wow that's a sad situation then the usc didn't do a very good job of uh of really doing their, their due diligence and in, in research on, I, they say that happened before too, so I don't know, but that's sad. Laura,
0: Laura, Laura, let me throw you something. Uh, Spain just won the uh, the women's uh, soccer championship, and the, the president of the Spanish team kissed one of the players very, very strongly. He got fired. Any thoughts? I, I didn't hear it was a consensual. <laughs> no, not at all.
1: He just, he was so excited. He just ran up and, and planted one on right on the lips. I mean, it was like, wow. It's I, I
2: not really he- a, fu- I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've been a feminist my whole life pretty much, but uh, since I was a sentient being, but I, there, there are, there are degrees of harassment. There are degrees of not every harassment constitutes assault. I not agree. every assault constitutes rape. You know, not, not, I mean, there's, 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 uh, that doesn't strike me as being a fireable offense, um, maybe sanctioned, but I mean, I, the, having grow, having been involved in a male dominated profession for my entire career, um, there, there were, I have to say there were always, incidents of physicality, I never felt threatened, I never felt harassed, I never felt discriminated against on that basis. I did feel that certain um, when I was in a law firm that my accomplishments were not given the same weight as some of those who were some of the the guys, but uh, my ability to get to bring in business, for example, was not rewarded as it should have been Um, and so I just took it elsewhere which and where I was very well rewarded Um, but that it's there's a you know there's always a pendulum it seems to me that happens when people people start to feel like there's a wrong has been done for centuries and then they they want to rectify it so sometimes the pendulum goes too far the other way and, and we sort of have to get back to some sort of equilibrium. we no, sure. Nobody should be touched or kissed or fondled if they don't want to be. But, you know, in, in an exuberant, um, spontaneous display of affection should not result in somebody being fired, in my view.
0: All right, folks, you're listening to Believe Sports Biz Sports Media, also on pod clips around the world. Laura Snoke, and art source. I'm Fred. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com. Neither Laura nor Art nor Fred have been indicted for anything last time <laughs> this Hey,
1: um, Fred, you know what we got coming up on Tuesday? 1,480 NFL players are going to be jettisoned off the roster as they go from 85 players to 53. So a lot of them will get re-signed on the practice squad and, and, and things of that nature. But that's an amazing stat. 37 guys times 40, 1,480. Um, It's amazing. You know, these guys are out there working their butts off all summer. And, you know, maybe uh, a coach's decision makes makes the difference. It shows you that there's a lot of talent out there in the United States for football players. And there's only 30 teams made up of 53 guys. My question to you, Fred, is do you think they should, since they made the season longer, should they make the roster bigger
0: Yeah, I mean, from 53 to 53 to 57, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Give give more people a chance. More
1: more jobs. We need jobs.
0: All right, Art's (laughs) a big sports fan. Jobs for
2: football players.
0: Laura's a big sports fan and has been forever. I've got, um, Laura, what's the most valuable memento in the world of sports that you have? Do you think that, uh, you know, if you wanted to sell it, it would be worth something? What do you have?
2: that I have or that I uh, I don't really have a lot of mementos. Um, I'm kind of, I sort of travel light through the world. Um, I should have, when I was a kid, I, I dragged my dad to baseball games because I couldn't drive. And he, I, I always wanted to see Sandy Koufax and I, t- I re- usually wanted to go to a doubleheader, and I wanted to see batting practice. So my poor father, he was, but my father always, filled out a scorecard and we were at the game where sandy koufax broke bob feller's record for the most strikeouts in a season which has since been broken but he had that right we were at that game and i just wish i would have kept the scorecard did mean, you keep any been,
0: did you keep any of the tickets
2: i keep anything <laughs> and whatever I kept, I've lost. So I'm not a I'm not a good memento person.
1: I don't. Art, I don't have a lot of momento. Art, what
0: about you? What's the most valuable product that you memento that you have?
1: There it is, the national championship ring from 1978, where USC won it all. And then for 25 years, for 25 years we didn't do anything. And and then Pete Carroll came and we won some more. I have that, and I actually have. Two of the footballs that I kicked off that say Michigan versus Ohio State, 1977 and 1979. I still have those two footballs. And every once in a while, when I get a little down on myself, I say, Well, at one time I was pretty darn good.
0: <laughs> All right. In, in, in front of me, I've got uh, Sports Collector's Digest and uh, a Jackie Robinson, uh, 1947, Brooklyn Dodger baseball card has just been sold for, Laura, what would be your guess? A uh, Jackie Robinson. And, and, and again, it wasn't graded, you know, they grade them 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. It was only graded at two. What do you think it just sold for? What does that mean you graded it two? Uh, 10's the best, nine, eight, you know, with cracks oh. or things like that. Um, 10, nine, eight, we only graded at two. 4,500, 4, 4, I'm guessing. 4500 Laura, what's your guess? No,
2: yeah, I'm, I'm going to I was going to say $50,000. $400,000.
0: Four. i uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to repeat that. $400,000. Oh, right. Oh, my um,
1: God, Fred.
2: There, okay, are, so. there are too many people that have too much money that they don't know what to do with.
1: Thank you. Right, I agree how with about. you 100% on that one. <laughs> I'm not right, right. one of them.
0: How about a Jim Mint 10, a 1979 tops Wayne Gretzky? Remember now, a ten, which is the best you can have. How much do you but think it's, it's sold for? But
1: it's hockey. It's hockey.
2: It's
1: hockey. In the
2: United States or Canada?
1: United yeah. States. <laughs> I'm going to go with a million. A cool mill.
0: Half million? a million. What do you say, Laura?
1: Half a million.
0: Million two. Now, the, the reason ah. I'm making this case is a two of Jackie Robinson, which was a you know it was his rookie card. Was sold for four hundred thousand, and the rookie card of Gretzky only three times as much, and that's a ten. So that's the difference. So what would, between... what would
1: a Jackie Robinson ten? Would it be priceless?
0: Oh yeah, I mean yeah, there's there's no, I don't. That's you know, there's probably one or two. I'm I'm going to ask you one more, and then we're going to sign off. Uh, I believe Sports Biz Sports Media. How about a. Uh, 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 let's see uh that's no good uh oh it doesn't matter uh how about a,
1: show, uh, a Shohei Ohtani card a rookie card from him
0: it's it's worth plenty it's it's it, uh, it worth I, I,
1: less now that he's having his, his second yes. uh, elbow yes. surgery
0: timing is everything but but i i do know this uh, a mickey mantle rookie card 52 and his <sighs> uniform from a 52 uh uh game and it was the uniform assigned, uh how much do you think that those two things together? And and, and the card was like a two or three. Everybody
1: a, in my generation, the baby boomers, the, the late the you know the older baby boomers, we were all Mickey Mantle fans. So you've got probably 30 million males who loved Mickey Mickey Mantle. So I'm gonna have to say three to four,
0: three four five million? All right, three, four, five million. Uh uh Laura, a uh, 1952 Mickey Mantle, uh, I think a two or a three, so it wasn't uh, graded very highly, but his uniform signed from that season just sold for, how much do you think? Five million? $9 million. Oh, now, wow. Now, there's, there's three of us who have followed sports since the age of five, and we don't have anything compared to that. And Art's got his ring. <laughs> I have nothing, because all my baseball cards are gone. Laura never kept her tickets. Neither did I. I don't know why not, but uh, Laura wouldn't have had to be a lawyer. Fred wouldn't have had to go into radio, and Art wouldn't have had to go into radio if we kept all the things that we could have had. That's all I can tell you. it's yeah. unbelievable. It's unbelievable. All right, for yeah, Art.
1: Too many times they brought it the. You know, they said, "Get your stuff and get out."
0: <laughs> for Art. For Laura. Uh, for Mario, I'm Fred. Stay tuned for much, much more all the time. Believe Sports Biz, Sports Media, also heard on pod Clips. Bye, everybody.